Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network, folks. Doc Talk is up next, and we have got a great show lined up for you. We got Blake Young of New Canoe and AJ Gagliardo of Battleborn Tackle. We're continuing on with our uh, veteran-owned small business uh, interviews that we wanted to showcase here. Let's go ahead and get Doc Talk cranked up. <laughs> Folks, welcome to another edition of the TPO Podcast Doc Talk. This episode is pre-recorded, just so that you are aware this is not live. I repeat, we are not live here. This is a pre-recorded uh, interview. We did a lot of these pre-recorded interviews simply from the basis that uh, there was just so many people we wanted to make sure to highlight. We wanted to kind of combine some. And tonight is uh, in that same vein, man. We're continuing on with our veteran-owned small businesses that are in the fishing industry. And these are two that are very, very close to home for me. Obviously, uh, being a part of Team New Canoe at the national level there. Blake Young, the president of New Canoe and, uh, and owner of the company. So we've got him. Uh, he's a United States veteran. We've got him up first. And then right after that, we've got uh, A.J. Gagliardo of Battleborn Tackle, United States Marine Corps. Uh, he owns BattlebornTackle.com, which is an online uh, tackle retailer. They are our 2024 podcast show sponsor for this year. Uh, they joined on board with us. So super cool uh, interview we had with him. Uh, that'll be uh, at the at the tail end of the show. First up, we have Blake Young that'll be coming up there. Folks, make sure to stick around right after the Blake Young interview. We're going to share with you. A, uh, a discount code for uh, for Battleborn Tackle from uh, the TPO. It's going to get you 10% off at BattlebornTackle.com. 
They already offer a ton of free shipping out there. That's a massive savings if you've uh, tried to order tackle these days. Massive savings on the free shipping, and we're going to get you another 10% off there. Use that. Let them know that you saw it here with us. So we'll get to that. In the meantime here, let's go ahead and uh, let's, uh, as I said, this guy here, United States veteran Blake Young of New Canoe, uh, is somebody that from the day we decided to get into kayaks, man, this guy has been instrumental in working with the Romans Warrior Foundation, working with us here at the TPO uh, to put this all together so that we can get out there and do uh, the work that we do. So I hope you guys enjoy this. It was a, it was a, a quick interview. It was 20, 25 minutes or whatever like that. Quick interview, but lots of great information from, uh, from the boss himself. So sit back, check it out, and, uh, and we'll see you at the break. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm beside myself here because I just learned something super cool about our next guest who's coming on here. He's pressed for time today, so without further ado, we're just going to bring this guy in here. Um, uh, his, his organization, his company, we are absolutely 100% proud to be a part of these guys. We've been with them since our start in the kayak game. Let's go ahead and bring in Mr. Blake Young of New Canoe. Blake, how are you, boss? Gene, I'm good. I'm well. How are you? You know, man, it's uh, it's the off season, they say, but it's pretty much podcast season for me. It's just interviews, interviews, interviews. Nice. Well, I'm sorry to put you under the crunch here on the time thing. That's okay. I just had a uh, soccer practice. It's scheduled for tonight, so you know we're get, here, get home, get them off, and you know how things go. When we get the big names in here, we're used to working around your schedules, man. It's no, it's no problem at all. We can get her done. Man, you know, from day one, uh, I tell this story all the time, and the short version of the story is when we were starting the, the True Patriot Outfitters up, and we had this idea of taking uh, our nation's warfighters out into kayaks. We had some criteria, and it started with me finding the most stable kayaks that were out there. Then I wanted to make sure we had a good construction and a good build, and I started going down the list, and I started calling organizations. I Several of our competitors, I never even so much got past the front desk um i left messages for several organizations pitching my little elevator speech and never heard another you know didn't hear anything in return not a no thank you nothing i call new canoe because the unlimited was on the radar right out the gates i call new canoe and the the wonderful uh uh individual who answered the phone said you know what you need to you need to talk to blake about this so and I'm thinking, okay, may I? Can I have his email or, or you know, his uh, his voicemail? She goes, no, 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 no. Let me transfer you over to him. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, but Blake, you mean Blake Young? Because I knew I'd researched the company, I knew you owned it, and I'm like, okay, shit, we're on. Okay, it's live. I got to get ready to talk to this guy. You and I get on the phone, Blake. It it was, you know, I pitch you with my deal. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. And it was your response is what completely blew me because you're like. All right, I'm in. What do you need from me? And dude, I was not ready for that. I tell this all the time. You took. I'm like, uh, shit. I'm looking around for paper, trying to figure out. <laughs> like, that's a good question. I wasn't prepared for you to say yes. Let's do this. Fast forward to today, man. We got a little mini fleet of unlimiteds out there. Um, it, it's one of the the most uh, amazing relationships I've had with an organization in all of fishing, from the boat world to now. Um, 
and uh, and it's cool, man. What you what we've got uh, in the works for folks and our customers, uh, you know, coming up here for the next year. And that's really what I wanted to have you on here for, man. Is let's talk about. I mean, of course, the big news, the manufacturing upgrade change that we're making here. Let's get into this here and just kind of put people's mind at ease a little bit and let them, uh, you know, understand exactly what what we're doing and why we did it. Sure. Um, Gene, I think when I first talked to you, if I remember right, I was on the road in Milwaukee. <laughs> Going <laughs> yes. from our old factory to like where we at the time were distributing from. And yes, sir. I remember your call and hearing your pitch and being like, well, what do you need, man? Let's do this. So <laughs> yeah. here we it was- are. You took you took me completely by surprise. I was not ready for that kind of uh, yes. Let's get after it. And uh, so yeah, that was. And then I did have one other company coming back, and I said, "Thanks, no thanks. We're good to go. We're set up." And uh, <laughs> it's uh, here we are. There we go. Good stuff. Um, yeah, man. This is uh, you know it's a big change for us. Uh, we announced it kind of publicly last week, and it you know got a lot of attention, which was cool. A lot of people excited about it. You know, live in North Carolina. Or, you know, have no positive things about big adventures. So um, there's also the questions are like, you know, kind of the people trying to connect dots that don't have lines between them, you know, making uh, connections where they don't exist. So, um, but, you know, generally it was a real positive um, reception, you know, for us, it's like, it's old news. Cause this is something that we started doing about six months ago, you know, in the exploration process. And then, um, you know, really began executing, you know, over three months ago. So just a little background, you know, New Canoe has always had what I'm going to call a manufacturing partner. You know, we've always had somebody else out there that has the equipment, the people, the expertise to roto mold a kayak and assemble it and do everything just as we want and get it out to our customers. You know, we, when, we, when we first started, that was done in Bellingham. We outgrew that pretty quick. And we partnered with a company out of uh, in Ohio, and we're there for about three and a half years. Then we made a move to the manufacturer in Wisconsin. And, you know, for a number of years, we had a really strong partnership with them, and, and they did a nice job for us. And, you know, our business grew, and things were good. Um, in the past couple of years, it's just been more of a struggle, or it had been more of a struggle. Um, you know, we say unlimit yourself. You see it right behind me. But in – our partnership out there, we were limited. It was like, well, we'll try to get the most we can or do the best we can. We want to be here. We'll have to settle for here because that's where it's at. Um, and then during the COVID years, you know, every it was crazy everywhere. Nobody right. had capacity. Nobody had staff. You know, it was all you could do to keep up with what you had coming at you. So making a change during that time frame you know, just really wasn't on the table. Right. And as we got into, uh, you know, 2023, outdoor industry slowed down a little bit, you know, that COVID boom was passed and there's more capacity elsewhere. And we're looking at, you know, what the prior molder was given to us looking to 2024 and, you know, it was okay. Yeah. We definitely need to go find a new home for us. So, we did our due diligence. We looked around, you know, both inside the paddle sport industry and, and outside and evaluated some different options. And in the end, felt really good about relocating the manufacturing of our kayaks to Big Adventures in Fletcher, North Carolina. Um, and, you know, a, a simple way to think about it is, you know, they 
have an expertise in manufacturing kayaks and they have capacity to manufacture more kayaks than they, you know, essentially, you know, in addition to their own brands that they're making. And we have, you know, a kayak that we need to make and we want somebody who is an expert at making kayaks to make it for us. Right. And so it just was like, boom, this is going to fit really nicely. And we don't have to explain to them the nuances of drilling self-tapping screws into a kayak hole or how to repair something or, you know, hey, if it's got a defect coming out of the mold, it's got to be fixed or it's got to be addressed. It's just stuff that they get because they've been doing this. Right. And there's other things that, you know, were, like I said, we were kind of limited. You know, we had been, or a lot of stuff's kind of internal manufacturing. It really doesn't affect the end product, but it affects the process and, you know, how quickly you can turn them around and just, you know, how efficiently you can create them that our prior partners were doing things a way that may have made sense to them, but didn't really make sense if you're focused on kayaks. Right. So working with big adventures, some of those internal things for, you know, how the boats are molded and set up and run. We're really getting optimized so that we can create a higher quality product and have a lot higher consistency, um, both in the molding and in the assembly. Outstanding. There's there's one aspect here. You had mentioned something about the you know the COVID boom, and it's my 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 background is 100 on the on the on the business you know administrative side. And there's something that 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 folks need to understand is that when organizations, it's easy to to be successful during a boom right you know when the housing market boomed everybody was a was a mortgage broker you know and then all of a sudden when it crashed all of a sudden all those would-be mortgage brokers are gone or getting busted for being goofy and you know and then what settles after the dust settles what comes out of it are the solid well-run organizations and the only way you do do that properly is by adapting right i mean you've got to make adjustments accordingly so that we have that longevity piece and to me that's exactly um you know what we've done the the other piece that's important for folks to keep in mind too is that new canoe and i've said this in a public forum before you can trust the fact that new canoe is not going to make a decision lightly or without carefully thinking it through i mean we're we're not a shoot from the hip kind of organization where this is one where the the customer is the first priority piece you know that that we settle down on and i i see that daily and and you hear that from the customers that are out there so yeah man this uh there, there is a story that I wanted you to address this, and I'm not going to use names just because we're going to remain professional about it. And that's not the, the names aren't the important part. There was a kayak manufacturer who was picked up by a, by a, a similar type, you know, situation. Team members and some customers of that noticed a drastic change in the organization itself, um, how they interacted. They couldn't get a hold of customer service anymore. And I've been approached with that saying, man, that's not going to happen to New Canoe, is it? And my response is, no, nothing else is changing. We're still who we are. Instead of these boats coming out of Wisconsin, they're going to be coming out of North Carolina now. Can you, you know, can you, uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, speak to that as well? Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, we have our our staff back in Washington, Lori, who you talked to, Kyla, Brian, um, Forrest, Tyler. Those guys are doing the same thing they did, you know, six months ago today. Um, the only difference is when we're sending out kayak parts or sending in, 
kayak orders or inventory, you know, all the administrative business stuff. It's going with big adventures in Fletcher, North Carolina, instead of the prior place. Yep. But we are, I mean, no other aspect of our business has changed other than, you know, where kayaks are manufactured. Now, granted, that's going to have a lot of positive effects, you know, across our business. But yeah, it, 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 someone's interaction with New Canoe, their, um, you know, how we run our business, none of that will change. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. That's outstanding. You know, and we're we're about to see, like you said this before, this is an organization that that builds a lot of different brands out there. They they know what they're doing. Um, they've been doing this a while. We're going to see, you know, improvement in efficiencies. Talk to me about, you know, quality quality assurance uh, measures now, you know, to make sure that, like you said, these guys know what to do if something comes out and doesn't look right. Right, right. They have uh, they have really good people out there. I mean, it, it's really cool getting to know their crew. Um, you know, for example, their 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 COO, chief operating officer out there, he started running mold excuse me, on the roto molding ovens like 12 or 14 years ago. Wow. Because he wanted to be in this industry. Right. And I hear that story time and time again from the people at Big Adventures that they wanted to be in the kayak industry, in the paddle sports industry, in the outdoor industry. Um, you know, the Vicky who runs, uh, you know, kind of oversees all the assemblies. She used to work at one of our dealers in North Carolina. Perfect. Um, so it's the people, they, they just care and it's what they yeah. do and it's what they're doing on a daily basis. Our product's not an outlier in any way. And, you know, they, they, they really just care about it and they're very competent and, and have a lot of expertise in these things. So, and then, you know, I get out there too, because we're not just saying, Hey, you guys do it. And we're not going to, you know, you're on your own now. No, I mean, I'm communicating with them daily. I'm out there visiting, you know, quite frequently during this whole startup ramp up phase. And they are, I mean, we are their customer. So when we say this is how we want something, they're committed to making it that way. We're not just sending them our stuff and say, Hey, make a kayak for us using our molds. (laughs) well i've been out there you know last trip out there a few weeks ago we're going through some of the details on assembly and figuring out better ways to assemble the the hatches on the f10s or the pursuits or you know just relocating some hardware you know just fine-tuning stuff so that it's a better product for the end customer and it's you know able to be um created more um you know just efficiently and effectively internally 
it's good stuff, man. And that's that's the the thing, you know, that, that I'm, I'm most excited about is just seeing the the new stuff coming down the pike and and uh, just watching the fact that we can ship, you know, more boats. We can we can you know obviously take an active role on on uh, uh, cost and so forth. Here, this is it's just a, it makes complete total sense. The other side piece of this for folks uh, to, to know, and this is important to customers along with, uh, you know, uh, team members and many people is the the amount of communication that's been happening on the team side is absolutely phenomenal. When you have an organization that purposefully realigns its team to better serve the customers, better serve our dealers, to make sure our dealers are getting full support from all of us out there. You and Brian, you guys have have, have taken a ton of time to re you know rework things to get it uh, get it right. Trust the things that are working, and then the biggest piece to to me, Blake, on this is the amount of questions that you've been, you guys have been asking us as, as members out there, you know, in the, in the, in the field with boots on the ground, that's, that is a, a super cool uh, deal that doesn't always occur with a purpose. You know, it's a lot of times if it's done, it's done just to make people feel good. It's not done with a purpose of, we actually care about what you're saying. Talk to us, give us some ideas. What do you, what do you guys think? What what was the mentality piece behind that? You know, when you guys were were realigning a lot of that. Um, well, the men, I guess the bigger mentality is seeing our team as experts that we want to get their input and we want to learn from them. You know, our eyes and ears out in the field, if you will. I mean, that goes way back. You know, to when we first started the team. You know, maybe uh, I'd probably say it really kind of kicked in when Everett took over the team. Um, you know, building our team in 2015, 2016. Um, and we leveraged the team for the design of the Flint and the design of the Unlimited. And, you know, we, we've never had our own giant sales staff or sales reps everywhere. So we really look at our team as like, man, there, there are boots on the ground out there in all the different markets, talking to the different dealers and the different tournaments and, you know, different anglers and seeing what other people are doing and stuff. So, and we're always looking to kind of solicit that input and 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 learn from it. Uh, and then on the structure of the team, we kind of just look at it each year, you know, what's working, what's not working. And I think the biggest thing that drives it is we want, you know, we want a cohesive team that feels like we're part of a team. We're not just on an all-star roster. And we want to have clear guidance and expectations for you know, what a team member is asked to do and what we're doing for a team member in return and, and then go out and do it and have fun, you know, keep it simple. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. And that's, that's absolutely the feeling is just getting out there, you know, and, uh, and, and showing people what we mean by the unlimit, uh, uh, you know, yourself. Cause that is, that truly is, you know, where, where with us at the TPO, man, I wanted to share just a couple of pictures with you here. Um, throw this up here this was one of our last trips that we just went out with had an opportunity and uh, the unlimited series this guy right here dave u.s army vet had never been in a kayak before and there's a picture that i'm going to show you here the smile on his face he caught oh. the to he caught the token smallmouth bass we got into a nest of trout and i normally don't go after trout but when they're this big Oh, wow. These trout were like 19 and 20 inch long. And I'm telling you, we lost count of them um, up here at Horsetooth. The smile on his face, man. 
and I just the stability of this boat and this platform to take a guy out. Let me get to the picture. Okay, that's the first one. These guys had been in the boat 30 minutes. And he's already standing up, and uh, one of them was standing up, casting away in the Unlimited out here, right in the middle of this lake as we were getting ready to take off. And then later, this one. he has Dave has no care in the world. He's just standing there. What he did, I'm going ra- to rat him out on this, and he'll, uh, he'll give me a ribbon for this later. He caught his EPS motor. Okay. He, yeah, he got spun up in the back of his EPS motor, and I'm like, that that's a good one. I've never done that one yet. <laughs> I've spun it up in my uh, XI3, but never in the EPS. Well, then his buddy, uh, his his friend here, my nephew, pulls up behind him to un- unloosen, you know, to get all his stuff out. But the fact of how he's just standing there, that yeah, boat's not listing, she's not moving. It's it's that kind of interaction that that we get a chance to do out there that you know we always tell people on on the on the on this side that we know we're taking guys out in some of the best boats that they can get a hold of these things are fishing machines they're having a blast you know every time they go out and they're they're comfortable in it man you just can't beat that I, I, matt gibson and i spent a long time talking about how we do believe that the unlimited is the most perfect built fishing machine out there right now um and I've test driven a few others, and I, I have zero buyer's remorse, I can tell you. <laughs> well, that's one cool thing about the Unlimited. I mean, it is so rare that we hear from somebody who bought it and isn't doesn't have their expectations met or exceeded. Right. And doesn't like it more, you know, six months down the road or a year down the road than when they first used it. Um, it's just something that and it's just got a great design, a great layout, very adaptable and people get in there and love it and continue to love it on down the road we've got a guy out here in colorado that's been eyeballing for a lot of years he wants to go tandem so he can take his kid out i can't wait for him to pull the trigger on this and get this in because i plan to try to go out with him quite a bit and just see see this unfold because that'll be you know like our token tandem runner out there on the unlimited side so it should be a pretty good deal out there well talk to me real quick before we let you go here 2024 we got anything cool up on deck here coming down the pike or what uh, what's our goal this year you know as far as uh, new canoe any message we want to send out to people yeah gene it's um it's gonna be a great year man we have uh we have an all-new kayak that's set to launch really quick here so it is um you said the unlimited was just about the perfect kayak so we're gonna challenge that <laughs> that's good. We're going to challenge good. that with the uh, with the U10 coming in at 10 feet, 10 inches long, very similar to the Unlimited in the design, but it will um, it'll have some nice enhancements and features and things that the Unlimited doesn't have, and it's really going to blow your mind on how well it paddles, the, the the stability and the efficiency through the water for a boat that's 10 foot, 10 inches. It's going to it's going to feel in the water like it's like there's more there but then of course when you're off or when you want to turn or if you're in tight spots you know it, it's definitely going to notice a smaller size so so here's a question here's an honest question one of the issues with short wider boats is sometimes they lose a little stability because of that but this really isn't that much shorter how would you feel how do you feel on its stability in comparison to other boats in that in that 10 to 11 foot range I think it's definitely going to exceed, you know, the, 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 the similar competition for stability 
you know, our F10 that's 10 feet, it, it doesn't compare to the U10 for stability. Rock and it's on, really going to be just, you know, a little bit less than the Unlimited, but not like a big jump down. Right. So. Well, I'm hoping to get my hands on one of those because uh, that we'll have the uh, the the big unlimited will be in the in the bed of the truck, and I'm hoping to be able to get that U10 up on the roof racks of the pickup, and so that way we can be running around the country with a pair of them on there. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's going to be exciting times, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to this because I just think it's uh, it. it it brings it down just a little bit and makes it a little bit more manageable, you know, for one guy to, to move around. The Unlimited you can do, but she is a big boat. There's no doubt about it. And when you get some right. rigging on it, it can be, you know, a challenge even for an old fat guy like me, you know, to <laughs> to move it around here and there. And it's way lighter than all of our, you know, than our competitors out there by by far. But the U10, man, yeah, yeah seeing sure. some of the stuff, that's that's exciting stuff. I mean, I remember the day when New Canoe was like the big elephant in the room, like fifty <laughs> percent like heavier than the competition, and now we're like, all right, we're just a slender little guy over here. Yeah. Well, you know, I tell yeah, people that U ten will feel really nice. I mean, on the water, if someone's in moving water, just you know, wants a little bit more, a little more nimble kayak, it's going to do great. And then off the water, you know, at twenty inches less, probably fifteen to twenty pounds less. It's just going to be a whole heck of a lot easier to maneuver. So for those who are, you know, hey, I don't need to go, I don't have the need to go tandem, yep. and I don't need that much length or space on the water, this is going to be a, just a killer option. When you mark my words, I'm going to say it here because we're seeing a little bit of it taking place right now. Now that Hobie's allowed, allowing motors, exciting times because it's going to be awesome to see some team members getting in this and going after some of that, those those hobie trophies that would be nice to see new canoe put its name up in there um but something's going to happen you mark drew gregory's starting a series there is going to be a resurgence of special groups be it just in state level or wherever of those those true paddlers you know what I mean? It's you're going to yeah. see them start now that they're that the big emphasis will be over here. We're going to see, I think, those paddling kayaks really. And this is where that U10 can really, I think, jump in there too, man. Is uh, yeah. for those folks that just want to paddle up a little skinny stream. Sure, the U10, the flint, both great for that. And that's yeah. one nice thing about our kayaks is every one of them can be paddled. I yeah. mean, you could you could grab a paddle on the unlimited and go compete, you know, or go fish, you know, with a paddle. You, you wouldn't say that about a lot of other, you know, pedal or power kayaks out of the market that you'd want to go spend a day on the water with a paddle. Yep. You know, it wouldn't be much fun. I had to go back a mile and a half paddling my Unlimited when I lost my XI3 on the front. <laughs> I lost a function with it. In wind, Lake of the Pines, Texas, I'm paddling a mile and a half. And I actually wasn't that destroyed when I got back, you know, and I'm out of shape. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I was able to get myself into a, into a safe position and then just kind of, you know, drift my way back to the ramp there. So, yeah, it can be done. Well, listen, man, I uh, I really, really appreciate you stopping by our little show here and hanging out, man, um, with the busy schedule and such. We're not going to hold you up here anymore. We I'm excited about what this is going to bring with excuse me with big adventures um seeing the improvements across the board i think customers and dealers are going to feel this on a big big level um and and i just think it's uh once people see it in action it's going to be good times man i think uh 
till big adventures get ready because uh you know we'll, we'll definitely i think we'll, we'll we'll add to the the list of of needs out there for sure yeah i think as we get down the road with this people are going to see new canoe is you know we're still who we are we still operate how we do we just you know our product availability our product quality is just you know improved and our ability that's, to execute support our dealers support our customers is improved that's and that's a key right you know is making sure those dealers are taken care of too because they're the ones you know a lot of times they're first and foremost in, with the customers there so seeing that improvement i'm looking forward to stopping by every place we go on the all-american kayak series i'm looking forward to looking out the new canoe dealers in the area and stopping in and seeing them and and uh and and saying hey and uh, checking out what they got going awesome so all right boss well i'm gonna let you go here and uh thank you so very much and we'll uh, we'll be looking forward to uh watching at uh, facebook uh, uh instagram out there folks make sure to follow at new canoe you can catch us there and of course on youtube uh you'll see us out there for the content thank you blake we appreciate it yeah thank you gene thanks for having me all right fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Man, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Blake. That was so cool to catch up with him. We'll be having him on, on the show, I'm sure, more. New Canoe, veteran-owned, small business, made in America kayaks. We are part of Team New Canoe. Absolutely love it. Unapologetically uh, uh, proud to be part of that organization and represent them. And it's still one of the most complete fishing machines, I think, that's on the market today, the Unlimited um, and that U10, man, take all the great cool things about the Unlimited and just cram it down into a small, a little bit more mobile uh, package, man. That's uh, that's kind of a cool deal. We're going to get ours in April, and uh, we'll give you a full walkthrough and rundown on that bad boy. So it should be a lot of fun to uh, to break that down. Speaking of a lot of fun here, at the end of April, 27th, 28th, 100 bucks gets you in the Dale Hollow Paddling Fin Tourney. If you've uh, if you've up for a little drive or you live around the area, Dale Hollow, man, this is a bucket list destination. Check this out. April 27th, 28th, 100 bucks. Dale Hollow Paddling Fin Tournament. Go get signed up. We'll see you there. Going to be an awesome, awesome time. And on the awesome time deal, 2024 All-American Kayak Series is fire. Dude, I'm telling you, check out that schedule. Um, 
the payouts, man, they're as good as it gets anywhere out there. The more people we have in the field, the bigger these payouts get. We released some payout looks for what it looked like for 75 anglers. We double that, man. You can just imagine where that's going to go. Join us for 2024, man. Check this out. Like it said, what are you waiting for? Go get signed up now. Lake of the Ozarks is first up the beginning of April, man. Going to be a blast. A lot of cool things set up there. Local areas are working with us. The awards are going to be a ton of fun. Going to try to make sure we got food and drink each one of those. Lots of cool giveaways, big payouts, big fish. Some of the most friendliest MFers, I'm telling you right now, that you're going to run into out there. I, I absolutely love the anglers of the All-American Kayak Series. I love getting a chance after a long drive for me. I mean, any place I go is long from Colorado, man. It's a it's a 10 to 16 hour run just pretty much anywhere I, I go out there. But after a long drive, man, it's very cool to know that I'm going to go compete with some of the, uh, not only some of the best anglers in the country, but some of the coolest dudes, man. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, just great anglers, uh, men and women uh, that are in, in our sport out there. Absolutely love uh, hanging out with uh, with those folks. And it's a, it's a ton of fun go get signed up check it out hey man it's beginning of this whole thing i told you that we had blake young up first and now next up aj gagliardo another veteran united states marine corps current las vegas firefighter as well father husband um dude is just an all-around good human being man he owns battleborn tackle which as you now see they are now our show sponsor for 2024 this next interview you're about to see is what helped spur that we spoke after the interview for quite some time traded uh, philosophies talked some opportunities and bang here we are battleborn is the tpo podcast doc talk uh, sponsor for us but as promised i was going to share something with you scrolling across the bottom of the screen right now you're going to see use tpo 2024 and get an additional 10 percent off dude Battleborn already has competitive pricing like, you know, as good as the big box retailers and in some cases even better than their prices. Um, he offers the free shipping on uh, qualifying orders. Use TPO 2024 and you're going to get an additional 10% off the order just for doing that. You do that, you're supporting both the TPO on our mission and you're supporting Battleborn Tackle through that. Dude, you can't go wrong. That's win, 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 win all across the board. So hit them up. Go check them out, battlebornetackle.com. Uh, you can thank me later. Uh, it's a cool deal. Like I said, why not Why not order through through those guys, get the product in the same amount of time, uh, you know, as good a pricing, and knowing the fact that you're actually supporting a small business, supporting a veteran-owned small, small business there. TPO 2024 going to get you an additional 10% off. Last but not least, remember, folks, this episode is being recorded. It is not a live broadcast. I repeat, we are not live right now. However, tune in next Monday, the 26th. We are going to be live, and AJ's going to stop by. Brian Rome's going to stop by. We're going to see if we can have Jimmy Burgess in here. We're going to get just a room packed full of United States warriors and uh, and sit around and talk some fishing, talk tackle, talk business. And we're going to have a ton of fun on Monday, the 26th. But next up, 
Let's get to the man of the hour, Mr. A.J. Gagliardo, United States Marine Corps Battleborne Tackle Current, Las Vegas firefighter. This interview, as I said before, was really what spurred everything for us, and uh, and we absolutely had a blast getting to know this guy. Cool story, cool background. Hope you enjoy. We'll see you after the interview. Tonight's episode, super, super cool setup here. We have the owner of Battle Born Tackle joining us here, Mr. A.J. Gagliardo, United States Marine Corps. Let's bring him on in. A.J., how the heck are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good, Gene. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. See, what our audience doesn't know is that we tried to do this once and something like gremlins jumped in and just blew the whole thing up. So we've already made it further than we did the last time. So, all right. We're so far, so good, huh? That's right. That's right. Well, thanks a ton for taking time out of your busy day, man, uh, to uh, to join us out here. You're out there in Nevada, yep. right? Yep, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm not too far from you. Not not too bad. Different time zone here, but in Col- we're we're in what we call these days Eastern California. Most people call it Colorado, but <laughs> Eastern California. Okay, I, I yeah. see. Uh, I guess I can see where that's going. I tell people, you know, it's like, dude, yeah, we got, you got some casinos, some sand and a few hookers in our, in between us and central California. But other than that, well, I think there's some Mormons along the way too. A whole lot of desert. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks brother. Appreciate you coming here. Uh, Let's, let's get into this here. One of the things, you know, we love doing man is just uh, the, of course the supporting veteran owned organizations. And we're doing some interviews here just specific to the, to the fishing industry. Before we get into that side of it, let's, let's talk briefly here if you don't mind um united states marine corps when were you in what'd you do man yeah so uh i joined uh i you know like i think most Mar- i don't know what it is about marines but when their stories are all pretty much the same as they gave their parents some kind of an ultimatum where they said you're either going to sign for me now or you're going to see that i joined the marines anyways and so i kind of did the same to my parents i knew I knew right after high school, I was, I wasn't going to continue on with schooling right away. I knew I needed a break. I needed to get out and see something. I was a rather rowdy kid growing up with, you know, motocross and, you know, mountain biking and all that kind of stuff that came with that. And so I knew I needed to kind of venture out and see some of the world. And, and, uh, you know, I had, uh, you know, thought about the military for a long time. My, My dad actually was able to, uh, go to ground zero during 9-11 and, and dig the rubble with FEMA. Uh, he was on the Nevada task force team out here as a communications guy. And so I had grown up with one of those, those white USAR helmets that he had, you know, dug that rubble with all, you know, growing up in my living room, heard the stories of, you know, him talking to other firefighters out there and the losses and the brotherhood and all that kind of stuff. And I knew military and service was something that I wanted to do. And, and I just did it. And I told my parents at 17, I was like, let's go. I'm, I'm going to the Marine Corps. I met this guy. He's joining Dress Blues. He's out in the parking lot of my high school. And he said, they'll take me as long as I stay off the motorcycles. Uh, I had a I had a pretty lengthy like medical uh, record that they almost were like, hey, like no go because all the broken bones and stuff. But they actually right. they, they took me and they gave me a chance. And uh, yeah, I actually left. Uh, I was about shortly after i graduated high school i went off to boot camp i joined the infantry i wanted to be a rifleman i knew i wanted to be in the infantry i knew i didn't want to make a career out of the military but i wanted to 
to do it. It was something that I was, and I wanted to do it that way. I, I didn't want to go to the military and, and find a job that maybe I would get, I would find myself not stuck in the military, but enjoying it to where I had to, to continue on with an entire career there. I knew I was like, right. the infantry is what is this, the staple for me that I wanted to kind of put that feather in my cap and say that I'd done it and, and I earned it and, and then moved on from it. And it was, it was a long five years. I did uh, five years, uh, three of which were in uh, Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii with second battalion, third Marines. Um, and then another two years was with a, what's called a fast platoon or a fleet anti-terrorism security team uh, based out of Yorktown, Virginia. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. After that five years was up, I, I, you know, I bounced around. We did three different deployments, nothing to the Middle East. Uh, my deployments were always kind of different in a way. Like I was always in some kind of a weird position where we were in, uh, we went to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba and did a, did a mission there. We did some in Yorktown or in uh, Yokosuka, Japan. And then the rest of them were all over the Pacific. And, and I got to see a whole lot of the world that I was like, wow. You know, I had a lot of buddies and stuff from boot camp that were overseas and, you know, in the sandbox and stuff. And I'm over here training with other militaries in Malaysia. You know, it was it was just a, it was right. a crazy a crazy experience for sure. So with that, those type of deployments, man, you you epitomize the what Marine stands for, which is my ass rides in Navy equipment. We did. We, we did. <laughs> yeah, I got I got comfortable. Uh, I got pretty comfortable on on some of the ships and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and the Navy was always good to us, man. They they uh, as long as you know, you played the part and you, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was always a good time. Hell of a, hell of an Uber. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Well, well, that's awesome, brother. Before we go any further from the TPO Romans warrior foundation, all of us that are associated here. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, you seriously for, for, for your service, what you've done, what you are doing, what you will do. Uh, it's, it's because of families and guys and people like you that, knuckleheads like me get a chance to get out here and do what I do out. And, uh, and, and from, from one citizen, uh, you know, and, and, and I know a lot of the people that I'm with, we appreciate you, man. And, and everything you've done out there, that is uh, it is big stuff. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's a, uh, you know, the support is overwhelming. You know, it's, that's one thing that I don't, I don't think any veteran that you'll talk to, whether it's Marine, Air Force, Navy, Army, I don't, I don't think anybody gets used to hearing the thank yous. Like every time you hear them, you just kind of shy away. Like, Oh man, thank you. Thanks. You know, um, because it was just, it was just work to me, you know, like it's work to a lot of us and, um, but it is meaningful, you know, it is, it's, it's definitely been, uh, and I'm proud of, proud of the background that I have. Yeah. You should be, man. You absolutely should be. And that's, it was part of the motivation with us where we're, you know, our namesake, True Patriot Outfitters, we were given that name, that, uh, that name of True Patriot, um, from a, uh, a combat Purple Heart recipient combat vet, uh, that was, uh, a Bradley commander. Um, and, uh, he, he said, you guys may not be vets. He was talking to myself and one other guy. And uh, he's like, but in my mind, your citizens worth fighting for and you're true patriots. And dude, it's what helps spin, spin the name of our organization up. I'm like, you know, for the longest time, the title of, you know, dad has always been the number one thing for me. And right next to it, just under it was coach. Cause I coached sports for about 18 years when, when Mike gave me that title of, you know, a true patriots, like coach went to three. And true patriots up uh, right next to it. I'm like, man, that's that that means a lot because that's that's the point, you know. I mean, less than one percent of this nation does what you what you did, brother. And that's who, good lord, we need we need 
people like you and guys like you more, more now than ever i think too you know like just the way that the world is these days you know i i uh I look back at it and at 17, you know, I told, I kind of joke around telling you, I kind of gave my parents a little ultimatum or whatever, you know, but in all seriousness, you know, like I didn't, when you're 17, you don't realize the, the, uh, implications of having your 17 year old son tell you he's going to join the infantry of the Marine Corps during two, you know, the global war on terror in full effect. You know, I mean, it was 2011 when I enlisted and that's, we had just had a 30,000 Marine surge going through Marja and, and, you know, that was some heavy times. And now I look at the world, what it is today. And I'm like, Holy crap, I'm a, I'm a dad. You know, I got a son now I got a daughter and I'm like, what if I did like, I can't believe I put my parents through that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still waiting on mine to hit that. Mine are 25 and, and 21. So I'm still waiting for them to go. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll hit them. It, it'll happen. Well, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So let's, uh, what, uh, you know, your, your connection to fishing and the outdoors and so forth, obviously you were a, you were a mobile kid. I mean, on dirt bikes, I mean, you're, you're tearing things up motocross, obviously what, what brought you to the fishing world? I mean, how did that inter- interchange with you, you know, uh, throughout knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You know, I didn't grow up fishing, and it's, it's actually funny now to see where I'm at because, you know, we we messed around a little bit with, like, trout and stuff like that. When we'd go out camping, we'd cast a line. and But I didn't grow up fishing the way that I do now where I'm trying to get on the water multiple times a week if I can, you know. It, was, right. um, it wasn't until, you know, I was probably 25, 26 years old. I had just gotten my job as a firefighter uh, here in, the, in, in, the Nevada, in Southern Nevada, and I had just gotten off probation. And I decided I was going to get back into racing and I rang my bell and I, I realized, you know, I got a kid at home, I got a new job and like all these different things, you know, and all the injuries beforehand, they were all fun and games because you, you're a kid and you throw a cast on it and six weeks later you're back on your motorcycle. But now it's like you're out of work or, you know, the bill has got to get paid and all that kind of stuff. So to be quite honest, I know it's kind of a cop out to anybody who's out there still riding, but. I was just done getting hurt. I was done. Sure. I was, you know, and I had just gotten into bass fishing on a whim, just kind of messing around. I believe it or not say, you know, I'm sure he gets this all the time, but you know, you find yourself watching one of those Greg Blanchard videos on YouTube and you're like, maybe I'll get a kayak. That'd be kind of cool. And the next thing you know, you're in a kayak and the kayak has antennas growing out of the back of it. And they're all, you know, and it's, <laughs> and that was history, you know, but uh, yeah. So yeah, it kind of just, out of necessity to keep me outdoors and kind of keep yeah. me, give me a spot where I can unwind and reconcile my thoughts and kind of just enjoy being outside without, you know, the wide open desert flying through you and, you know, or 
Right. Absolutely. And take it from an old guy. That's not a cop out what you came to the realization. It's called mortality. And when you become a parent, if in my opinion, when you do it right, you realize that it isn't just about you anymore. You know, it's you've got people people counting on you and that becomes, you know, people are always going around, you know, the, the, the younger, younger kids are always looking for that. You know, what's that reason? What's my become a parent and you'll understand exactly what your purpose and reason becomes, man. All the cliches that people say about being a parent, they're all true. You can, you can say what you want about them. They're all true. You know, it's, and it's funny because it's, until you're there, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. So I had my, my first first uh, child, my daughter, uh, when I was 25 and uh, 25, 26. And I always tell people that's actually when I became a man, in my opinion. Um, up to that point, I was still, you know, I was a young man. I was still, you know, I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof and anything I wanted to do, you know, I was out doing it. Uh, and uh, yeah, when, when I held that little girl for the first time, it's like, okay, yeah. You had a daughter for your first also? Yes. Oh, oh, that's it. That's the nail in the coffin right there. I don't know right. if it would have been the same had I had my son first, but yeah, you put a, you, you give somebody like me a freaking daughter and it, yeah, it's, that was it. Yeah, it was, I mean, dude, the drive home, I mean, I'm doing like 35 mile an hour because I had 20 miles to go, you know, from the hospital and. You know, I'm watching everybody just eagle-eyeing them, you know, get back. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You know, stay you're too close. You're too close. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you You become real, real aware of things around you. So, yeah, I just wanted to pass it. That's not a cop-out when you're like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I don't need to beat my ass apart. Look at the Shryock brothers. I mean, both those guys. That's they, right. They, they I actually, used that. To, yep. Yeah, I used to watch them race, and I used to, you know, look up to them kind of. That, that was uh, to see them going through major league fishing and all that kind of stuff too. Now I'm like, that is, that's pretty cool. Fletcher just went through major back surgery too, you know? And it's like, you know, he hasn't been racing. He, he still, I think rode, you know, uh, you know, just for pleasure and such and for sure. fun. But uh, yeah, he just in this off season just went through some, some pretty serious back surgery and he wasn't, he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get in a boat, you know, well, I was gonna say, is he going to be able to, to fish still or is he, yeah, is he yeah it looks like, looks like he was in good, real good shape, you know, leading into it. So I think he's healing fast and it looks, looks like he's, uh, he's up and running again. So, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's, it's, it's kind of cool when you see that, that transition. So kayaks though, I mean, I agree too, man, when you say you get out there, everything kind of quiets down when you're in a, in a kayak, that kind of fishing. I came from the boat world in and I loved fishing from a bass boat still do. But there's nothing like fishing from my kayak. You know, sure. it is it is an intimate ground. You know, you are down there with the fishes, man. You're in their habitat and you're learning, you know, sure. everything and you're paying attention out there. So that's that's super cool that uh, that how who who got you into the kayak side of it? You know, I'll never know. I'll never know who they were or how that it was. I can tell you uh, one of the biggest regrets I have from my time in the service is that I wasn't kayak fishing. But I had seen it plenty because I was stationed in Kaniwe Bay in Hawaii. And so the guys would go out fishing and they would actually, they would actually fish for like hammerhead and stuff like that during the spawn out there in December. And I, so like, I'd never watching that off the flight line. I'd see it a couple of times and I was, my mind was just blown. Like there's no way. And uh, I remember thinking how cool it was, but you know, in the military, you're living in the barracks and you know, you're always on the move. So I didn't buy any equipment or anything like that, but I had always kind of taken a liking to the idea of, of getting in a kayak and fishing that way, specifically because it was a little bit more, uh, 
involved i guess you would say you know yeah. like you're out there you got to kind of paddle you got to pedal i didn't even know that there was motors and stuff like that at the time i thought <laughs> I, was, I was like oh i get an exercise i get a little workout in see some new stuff and then i mean now you'll see my setup and it's xi3 i'm not working out at all but but Same. um but yeah there was some guys that were just out fishing you know um uh, the ones I can really remember were, were in Yorktown, Virginia. We were a little park outside of our base. And I can remember seeing these guys go out there. And I said antennas in the back of the, the kayak because that's exactly what I thought they were. You know, being in the military and yeah. drawing around my dad with all his radios and the communication stuff. I remember Com seeing it running around. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why do these guys have all those things sticking up? And I realized, you know, they're, oh, they're fishing. But, like, why do they need five fishing poles now, you know? over here with eight you know i was gonna say five <laughs> yeah exactly so it's, it's, <laughs> um but yeah i'll never know who those dudes were but i can remember that that was a planted yeah i can still remember to this day you know them all launching there was probably six of them they went out and i just remember thinking like that's got to be pretty fun you know and yeah. and i was right you know <laughs> i got yeah, into yeah. it and, and uh yeah now I'm, I'm directing tournaments out here i got my own club out here doing the the heroes on the water the, what is the name of the club out there southern nevada kayak anglers Southern Nevada kayak anglers, awesome man! Yeah, and you uh, like you were you were telling me off here. You just got uh, started uh, doing some work with Heroes on the Water. You helped get a chapter fired up there. Yep, uh, we got which a is president. Awesome yep. stuff. Yeah, one of our guys he was able to step up. His name is Caesar Garcia. He's out there. He's uh, getting it lined up. We're we got pretty much everything in place now to hopefully start holding some events and getting some guys out there. So that's so cool. As and girls they're listening, they want to go fishing out here in Nevada. Let us know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, it's what it's, you know, it wasn't by mistake or just happenstance that, that the kayaks, you know, got their proverbial hooks in you. You know, when it's the fishing itself, there's something about it that we know now the data is, you know, coming in as they study it more there, there is hands, you know, no question about it. The fact is there's mental and physiological benefit that take place in the human body when you engage the outdoors fishing specifically adds in even additional layers because it helps that focus piece. It helps quiet things down and you're really centralized on a, on an objective, you know, and you don't hear all the mess going on around you anymore, you know? And so, yeah. And I think that that's a, you know, sometimes there might be that, I mean, that's, that's probably speaks volumes to people who are, you know, it's like I said, you don't want to get on the water and kind of like reconcile their thoughts or, or quiet their mind down too. you know, not just like the physical noise around them, but just like even upstairs, you know, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. You know, no, the, uh, the, so the medical piece that comes through there, we can't call it recreational therapy because I don't have a therapist on staff yet. It's something we're working on trying to get one so that we can, you know, talk cleaner about that. But the fact of the matter is it absolutely 100% helps with PTS, anxiety, depression, um, just general mental health well-being. Uh, when, when you're trying to come from, you know, camos to college, that whole, you know, uh, type deal when you're trying to get back into civilian life mm-hmm. engaging the outdoors it's you know not it's a great way to to aid in those areas and the biggest one i think you can you can talk to as well the camaraderie bro the yeah commu- the community and meeting like-minded people man that's that's one of the awesomest things well especially there's something to be said about maybe even you know the guy who just got out like that is such a feeling of of I wouldn't say a lost feeling, but you, you don't, I mean, you have all these friends, you have all these dudes who you eat with, you sleep with, you're, you're doing things with 24 seven. And then one day you're like, I'm going to get out. And then you get out Well, you're leaving all your friends. Those are your brothers. Those are, and then you go home and you feel almost like 
Like where, where, where do I go? What do I do? Who, you know, I don't have my buddies to bounce this off of. Um, so that's a, that's one of the things out here. We have a big air force base. We have a lot of military presence out here with Nellis, uh, Nellis air force base and Creech and stuff. Um, and for me, that was one of the big things that I wanted to get a hold of too, was the folks that are getting out of the service who are looking for, Hey, I want to become a firefighter or, Hey, I want to, I want to do real estate or I want to do whatever. Well, within Southern Nevada kayak anglers, within my, my little club, we have all these guys in there and they're all willing to take people out to go fishing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's like, what better way to network and, and just give some of these dudes who are getting out with maybe not a lot of hope, something that, Hey, you can, you can do real estate. You can do fire. You can be a cop. You can be whatever. Um, because sometimes I think a lot of guys get out and they, I think that that I got to go to school. I got to go to school. I don't know what I'm going to school for. And then they get kind of stuck in a rut, you know? Well, in today's landscape, dude, you're now you're also then buried by a mountain of debt that is absolutely ridiculous, you know. Right. Uh, right. And you're trying to mess around with college and such. So this is a great segue into uh, just a, a little little commercial. We're going to roll here. When we come back, we're going to talk about Battleborn Tackle. We're going to dig into okay. it real quick. We're going to uh, just take a peek here at our our namesake, the True Patriot Outfitters. <laughs> That's us, man. That's uh, that's what the the motivator behind it. That's uh, the the stuff that gets us out there. That the couple of those pictures there for, was from our Veterans Day excursion out here at Pueblo Reservoir. We we thought we wanted to do like one last big event right for the year. That thing was such a success. We're like, this is a yearly gig from here on on Veterans Day, Pueblo Reservoir. We're going to be down there for at least two, three days. We're gonna we go down, we camp, we fish during the day, we come back and barbecue and hang out at the picnic table at night. That looks like it's a lot of fun. That's in Pueblo, uh, Colorado? Yeah, Pueblo Reservoir. It's, it okay. is probably, in the state of Colorado, it is probably the most, uh, the healthiest, the, the, the most, in my opinion, the, the be- best run by the, by the parks folks, and probably the most diverse uh, you know, fishery that we have in the state. You can, you can fish a lot of different ways and catch fish down there. Um, That's pretty awesome. If, if you don't mind me asking, I don't mean to get off topic or anything like no. that, but just for somebody who doesn't know out in Colorado, what, what do you guys have for bass fishing as far as species? Is it largemouth, smallmouth, and do you guys have any spots? or do you? And yeah. is it river systems, or do you guys have nope. no, reservoirs? Prim- yeah, primarily reservoir. Everything is a, is a highland reservoir up here. Um, very little vegetation. Actually, you can find some grass in Pueblo in a couple of those creeks. There's a little bit hiding around in there. Um, and when we find it, we covet it like, you know, like we just found the recipe to KFC um, sure. because it's like, you know, this is like one of two patches of grass in the whole damn state. Right. <laughs> well, I, I always wonder because like out here we have such a unique with Lake Mead and Lake Mojave there. I, I don't feel like and I'm sure there's some pros out there and some people who are way more knowledgeable that will say, you know, I'm wrong. But like you listen to. Oh, at the at this temperature, the fish will start doing this. In these conditions, they'll do this. And you go out to Lake Mead or Lake Mojave, and I feel like that's just not the case. Like they have a mind of their own, and I feel like it's because of that desert environment. But yeah. I mean, I, I I'm always curious about other places, you know. 
So there's there's a few generalities. One of the the best statements I ever heard about bass fishing and uh, out there is that there are zero, there is one hundred percent zero uh, absolutes ever in our sport. That's so <laughs> you know, and so yeah, you know, you have the generalities, the the frame base. A lot of our stuff out here, it's it's some of the hardest conditions. The primary species I'd say for bass fishing that we go after is hands down smallmouth, just because our water's cold. Um, at elevation here, it's extremely clear. In most cases, it's like gin clear. Um, very little vegetation. You'll get some brush, primarily structure. Okay, rocks and such is what you're going to play with. Um, you know, and it so like yep. the yeah the hands. The, this is why West Coast anglers travel so well, in my personal opinion, across the U.S. We are facing such pressured, difficult conditions on the daily. That when we go to other places where it's not like that, where we can throw a buzz bait, we can grab a, a you know, a chatter bait and run it through. Sure. We can throw into the grass with a frog. Oh, my and God. And it's going to do those things that typically people think it's going to do, right? Because yeah. we're looking for the, we're like, oh, finally, I can throw my jackhammer in this grass and do what is designed to, you know, and right. Yeah, um, so, yeah I, think, I think you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, if you look at, like, guys like Cody Henley or, or Cayman, right, they come out of Utah and then they went back east. How do they do? Like, they they do awesome, you know. It's, an, it's yeah. insane to watch. Cayman's one of, the, one of the best in the nation. There's no doubt about it. Young man still, you know, still. Uh... The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, Almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Uh, uh, making his, you know, his pathway through, but uh, anybody who's around the sport knows that that, that kid has got uh, a ton of experience was, already and solid skill set. And and he's a nice uh, awesome awesome kid. He was nice I joke about it. He's nice enough to let me put him on my pro staff this year. So he's doing me nice. a huge favor. He's a he's a great kid, man. I I really hope that he does I want to see him go far in this. I think that he's yeah. I think he's got some major potential. Well, you know living out there, the hardest thing for us out here on this in this side of the US is just the travel. Everything is a 10 to 12 hour run for us. And that's, you know, that's not even to the East Coast yet, where majority of the, the two big shows, you know, Bassmaster and Hobie, it's right. a lot of Southeast U.S., man. It's Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, you know. Right. For us, dude, that's like, you know, we need the DeLorean from Back to the Future to get there, you know. I mean, right. it's, it's time travel for us to make it. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. Well, you know, and our so Romans Warrior Foundation based out of Alabama there, I've, we've been talking about this and like uh, when we eventually get to the state where, you know, we want to get to, we want to have a small selection of kayaks and inventory there in Alabama so that I don't have to load the, the 7 by 16 cargo trailer up with all my kayaks to head that way to do an event, right? So that way right. we can just 
fly or drive in, grab our gear there, put the event on, you know, and do what we do, you know, and we're, we're looking at the skeet Reese route, right? That's well, what we I want mean, to do. <laughs> with kayaks too. I mean, it's in a day and age where you can order, I mean, I can order a Red Bull energy drink from a 7-Eleven right to my front door, right? With Uber and, and all these different things, right? But like you have Lyft and you have, instead of even doing a Lyft now, you can just rent somebody's vehicle that they're not using. So you just go and pick right. up their, I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if somebody just got smart to this one day. Maybe there's an idea for somebody out there, but right. maybe just start a page where, Hey, I'm going to put my kayak up for rent. Cause I can't make the tournament this weekend. So some yeah. guy can, you know, that's awesome know. stuff. So let's know. talk about it. What, what made you decide, you know what? I'm going to jump into this crazy fishing industry here and open an entire tackle shop here. Is it brick and mortar or just online? No, it's just online. And, and, okay. So I am, and me and you, we talked a little bit about this before we got on. Um, My day-to-day job, I'm a fireman here in town. That's right. Um, And so with that, you know, I I work my normal shifts and then I fulfill all my orders and I do all my online uh, website design and and all that kind of stuff on my off time or when when I'm supposed to be sleeping or most of the time when I'm supposed to be sleeping. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just... How did I get involved in it or how did I get this idea? Uh, again, this day and age with convenience is everything. I heard about drop shipping and I thought to myself, I wonder if anybody's drop shipping fishing supplies. And you go on and you find stuff like knockoff Daiwa tackle. You'll find knockoff stuff from Timu coming from China and overseas and stuff like that. You don't know when you're going to get it. You don't know if it's going to be quality stuff or not. Um, and the prices are all good but you you're not sure what you're getting right um well i did a little bit more research i started sending out some emails and kind of just trying just knocking down doors really just asking like different asking different distributors in the united states if they would drop ship and lo and behold i found a couple that were on board with it and so they house all the inventory i do all the marketing i made my website i do all the prices the adjustments the promos um I fulfill all the orders and everything online. As soon as they hit my, my phone, I get a notification. That goes to the warehouse. They, they fulfill it, and then it goes right to the, the customer. So awesome. with, that, I, we, with that, I can drop my prices down a little bit more because I don't have the overhead that somebody here brick and mortar might have, right? So yeah. um, you know, people will look at it like, oh, maybe you're cutting out the middleman. Well, I'm still the middleman. I just don't have a brick and mortar anymore, right? Yeah. The times are kind of changing and, and those guys are going to carry that for me. Um, I just have to make sure that I do the promotions to get it out. Yep. Well, that's awesome stuff, man. And I mean, you're talking like some serious name brands that you're carrying here. I'm looking, you got Missile Baits, P-Line, Garcia, Yum, Z-Man, Netbait, Strike King, Daiwa, Motor Guide, Gamagatsu, Spike It, VMC. I mean, Humminbird. I mean, good night. I mean, it's a, this is, yeah, like you said, this is, you, you got some, the, the heavy hitters out there. Yeah. And I, I, if you look close to, there's not any, there's no trout stuff. There's no, there's not a lot of salt. There's a very, very little salt in there. Um, I wanted it to be just strictly a bass fishing, uh, something that I knew that I was, I wanted there to be credibility because I knew when a shop opens up, why would somebody go and shop at my shop versus Tackle Warehouse or Bass yeah. Pro or, or a bigger name um, that has a proven track history? They have a proven record, right? Why go to my shop? Well, 
Um, and, and maybe I might have dodged the question earlier, but to, to do this or the reason why I wanted to do this was simply just to fund my own fishing uh, sure. ventures. You know what I mean? I, I thought if I could make a little bit to fund a year's worth of tournaments, then that's a win for me, right? Um, and so I did. Um, or I, that's what that's what the goal is, I, I, uh, I guess I'd say. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and bring this up here real quick here just uh, for folks. Uh, let me make sure. We wanted to double check. So Battleborn, it looks like it is at battleborntackle.com. We'll go ahead and bring this up. I'm going to go full screen with it here so people can see. One second here. Bada bing. There we go. So Battleborn got your website up here um, right from the, the home screen itself. Got the brands. Looks like you got fishing tournaments listed up here. That was one thing that I really wanted to do with that page was I wanted it to also be a place where I can highlight some of the stuff going on in the Southwest. Right. Uh, just because with the kayaks, kind of the kayak stuff growing so much and me running a tournament series out here, I get a lot of questions. Well, you know, is there a bass chapter out here or where can I qualify for the West Coast Championship and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to be able to highlight all that as well as do like blogs and articles and stuff like that too. Heck Yeah. Look at there. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Look at that eagle claw. <laughs> I had uh, I actually have had the privilege to uh, to join their team last year with Eagle Claw, and so yeah, it's they're a legacy company, man, made in the USA, right here in Denver, Colorado. Um, they're still poured here. The, they're sharpened here. Everything still happens right here and ships out. Eagle Claw, and I may or may not have a trocar promo coming up in the next week or two we'll see we'll see if it's all right uh, but, yeah but i i am a i'm a huge fan of the trocar stuff and hell yeah and uh it's because yeah, you're, yeah. you're smart man you're smart you're serious I like about your business i like to keep it <laughs> <skinned> also <laughs> that's exactly Once I, got them, I don't want to let them go i'm telling you i i saw a tremendous increase in my in my uh and you know it, what's funny is when i got into the kayak side um you know, the, the, the pin rate came down because I, I didn't realize, you know, what we were dealing with there. Um, understanding that, you know, you don't have as much room to, to, to really work them in a kayak, man, as you do right. a bass boat. So your gear needs to be on point. You got to have the right rod and reel. You got to have that right line and your terminal tackle needs to absolutely be banging on all eight cylinders. Right. Right. So, yeah, you, you said it best, man. When, when you hook a fish with, with one of the, the Eagle Claw Trocar, they're not coming off. As long as you do your job, you're pinning them. They're coming, to the, they're coming to the yak. They're going to go for a ride. That's right. So, yeah, man, you have got a ton of stuff out here. We'll bring it back up. ton of stuff, rods and reels, fishing line, baits, terminal, tools and fishing accessories. Um, you have quite the lineup here. Um, kayaking, what's under that one there? So okay. the kayak stuff, I'm like I was saying, you know, I'm kind of knocking down doors still to try to find other businesses who are on board with the drop shipping model. Yep. Um, the kayaking stuff, I'm finding it is either going to be knockoff stuff from overseas, which I refuse to put on there, or I have to wait until we start getting a little bit more. Uh, more companies are going to go in that direction and allow for the drop shipping model to be, I guess, applied. To right. their product are you still seeing uh any of the um which i'm not quite sure how much i still believe this but it was real what was happening but the the supply chain issues out there are you still feeling any of that is it still in play so 
it, it's hard to say. Um, admittedly, being a new guy, like a new business, I do get a, what I would call like kind of the new guy treatment. There's you have to prove certain amount of sales in order to get more inventory uh, assigned to you or available to you, I should say. Um, so I don't think that there's a supply. I think that the bigger box, the bigger box stores are going to get that supply before I do. Um, I don't think that it's not there, but I think it's just like the housing market. If somebody puts their house up for 200,000 or 300,000, somebody's going to come in with cash and they're going to undersell it and get three of those houses. You know what I mean? Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I just got to, I just kind of keep on asking and see, you know, there's a couple of electronic companies out there that were like, we're going to talk in six months, but we want to see how you do, um, which is, I'm talking to a kayak company because I, I thought that that would be an interesting model and an interesting concept. And there's one company in particular, I won't, I won't go as far as saying just yet, but they seem receptive to the idea of it. And if it works out, it might be one of the first times that people could go on a site, pick the kayak that they want and have it delivered from that dealer or from that manufacturer straight to their house direct. Right. Um, which hopefully the, the goal with that would be to make the ordering process just is simpler for everybody and to reduce the freight, right? You're cutting out going from the warehouse to another facility to somebody's house. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, man, it's, I mean, I think in the right applications with the right products, I think the, the, the model is sound. I actually uh, looked into a similar uh, uh, situation Oh, I don't know, about six, seven years ago. And it just, I could never, I could never settle on exactly where we were going to land with the whole thing. And, and to be honest with you, those six, seven years ago, um, drop shipping still really, people weren't really, you know, uh, buying into it. They were, they were doubling sure. down on dealers, right? That was yep. the thing. They wanted the brick and mortar thing. I right. think COVID opened the door for a lot of things, man. That situation took place with COVID and people are understanding that, hey, the drop shipping model you do what you want to do. It's we're not going to get affected by that. You don't have to worry about my inventory getting burned up, you know, or stolen or <laughs> any issues, insurance claims. And and because of that, the prices can can be adjusted, right? And so yeah. now you now you are more competitive, which is better for you know it's better for everybody, especially the consumer who yep. you know they may be able to come to me and find a cheaper set of plastics or for sure a trolling motor because it's coming right from the manufacturer to their house. Yeah. Um, and I offer free shipping on everything. That's kind of my, uh, you know, when I went in and started to build this product or build this, uh, this brand, I decided that was one of the things that I kind of was, I want to do. Um, I think that it would be a good gesture. It was to just keep the free shipping thing and try to see how long we can make that last. Because I think it's, you know, in this day and age, you get multiple packages coming from multiple places. And, and our, our business is the same way. If you were to order um, a package of maybe 10 items, you may get it in two packages. Um, you know, I think that that shipping model, I think, is, you know, give folks the free shipping. and, and Bro, that's substantial and- these days. I'll tell you, because shipping is no joke. They're charging a ton for shipping these days. So that's that's a substantial savings if they're ordering for yeah. you and getting free shipping. That's huge and if we and and we'll do it as long as we you know as long as 
as we can make it happen, you know, but it's, it's definitely easier to do because I don't have to keep quote unquote lights on and payroll and, and stuff like that. Right. That's awesome stuff. That is uh, that is super cool. Yeah, your so your product align uh, alignment, your product selection is huge. Um, there is a ton of stuff uh, out here, and I'll tell you this: here's here's another selling factor as to why um, why go here over going to you know the big hey tackle warehouse. I've had nothing but great luck with them. Right, every time I order, I get the product quick. Everything's great there. However, here's the deal. Every economy around this United States of America, which right now the economy is, should be on your brain if you're, if you're any type of decent citizen. You should be concerned about what's going on out there. The economic engine of our communities is run by small business. Right. That is an absolute fact. That's what. That's the people paying the taxes. That's the people employing the people. That's, the, that's what's running your local communities is your small business owners out there. They're the ones keeping the lights on those streets burning. Right? Yep. So when you have an opportunity to support a small business organization that that is focused at customer service, handles, has you know great pricing. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Then you add on the extra piece that is owned by United States veteran. Hell yes. That's, <laughs> there is just, that's a win across all boards in my mind, man. It's, that's well, a no brainer. I, I appreciate it, man. Cause that's, that's awesome to hear, you know, and, and I hope other people have the same, uh, you know, yeah. the same thoughts on it, you know, but I, I don't, I don't have any hard feelings. If not, you know, like tackle warehouse is like you said, I mean, I, I have a lot of good luck with Omnia and, and, and tackle and, and those folks have always done a lot of good good things for me you know um but yeah i appreciate that, that that's awesome it's yeah it's you know i'm a, i'm a, i'm all about stats right and i'm all about looking at numbers numbers don't lie and, and i try to boil things down and i've i have a a, a a business management background and i can tell you that you know any chance you can that's why with us made in the usa means a big deal to us now i can't i haven't been able to do it on everything but i'm, I'm proud of new canoe being made in the usa being a part of that team on the national level eagle claw trocar uh you can it on there, yeah that feels it, it just means a little bit more right like it just yeah. feels like it's like yeah yeah and that means a lot so when you can when you can support that kind of stuff and support our local side then yeah i i i personally think it's i i try to do it around every every chance so i can tell you you're going to be getting orders from me brother i guarantee you that i appreciate this, it man. I appreciate this it. year this year i'm working the all-american kayak series so i'm not going to be able to compete as much but my plan is to use because i'm not competing on a national level for the first time in in i don't know how many years because i'm working the events i'm the mc you know and i'm the I'm the guy that's handing out awards and giving people checks. Oh, now. man, that's going to 
it stings. It stings. How does, how does that? Yeah. How are you gonna? That's a tough pill to swallow, but also fun. I don't know how to dude, like it's. Dude, I love the All American series. Josh Booth, Tyler uh, Cole, Troy Anke. They built something there that is so important to the kayak fishing industry and to the Midwest U.S. Um, they're they're bringing a national feel trail to a section of the country that gets ignored. Hasn't right? had it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And. And it's not because they want to ignore it. It's because the way these things are run, man, uh, big trails with big overhead need locations to pay them money. And I'm sorry, you know, uh, there's a lot of places like, you know, uh, Okaboji or some places in Arkansas. They don't have a chamber that's big enough to pay to bring in an event, but they absolutely open their arms and say, yes, come on in. We would love to have you here. And they treat you with amazing hospitality. Those are the places we like going, man, because they're great fisheries, great people. Um, guys are putting up, you know, awesome stringers of fish on the on Tourney X. And so, yeah, it's that's to me, I believe in it enough that I, I want to do my part to leave a mark and, and get this thing running. Hey, if somebody wants to take over the microphone so I can go back to competing next season in 2025, come on up, start talking to me. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll gladly work on stuff like promos and stuff in the behind the scenes, but let me get back to traveling and competing. But yeah, uh, there's something to be said about being behind a rod and reel. And you know what I mean? Like uh, as a tournament director, I, I feel you. Cause every year I'm like, ah, this might, this might be my last year. I don't know. And then I do one more and then I'm like, ah, oh, this might, this is my last year. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, somebody's got to do it, you know? And then, but uh, I've got a lot of good hands that are helping me out this year, which makes it really easy. And last year we were with Slay Nation, and that worked out really well for us. We had a lot of support nice. from over there. Frankie Falfron, he, he helped us out a ton to get things on here. But yeah, this year we, uh, you know, we got our series going and stuff. I won't be quote unquote MCing it like you, but I get it, man. It's it's a lot of work putting in, you know, getting these things going and and. To even do the end scene, it's it's going to be worth it seeing it all unfold. You know, my my job has been behind the scenes. I've been I've been calling visitors bureaus and I've been setting up uh, host campgrounds and host hotels and working with chambers and trying to you know organize that stuff on the other on the other side of this. Um, meanwhile, Josh has been you know taking care of it like everything else uh, when it comes to the the tournament side and guiding us and then teaching me things i've never understood you know and he's he's such a he's my obi-wan kenobi man i can <laughs> i bounce stuff off i'm like have you ever thought of this yeah i have and then he'll 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 he listens to everybody he takes everybody's you know ideas into consideration but then he's got such this encyclopedia of knowledge to go off of it's so cool watching the guy go to work man and uh yeah it's it's been a ton of fun there so do a lot of stuff in the off season, but I'll, I'll get in the Colorado kayak bass masters. I'll be fishing locally and I'll, I'm going to actually look around to some of the local clubs by where we go, like the day the weekend before or the weekend after. And I might sneak in some of those, you know, yeah. you know when I'm out on the road, but we're going to get a bunch of content, try to get, be turn ourselves into a little media boat for the kayak anglers that are competing and that try to get, the, cool. yeah, get some good shots for them. You know, we'll get that stuff up. So. Should be a ton of fun with uh, with us this season. We're not coming any further west, man. That's we looked at a couple options, but it's tough. Do you guys have anything in Nevada that could handle fifty to seventy five anglers on it? Besides oh, the the big monster, you know, monster lakes. That's it, monster lakes. We got Lake Mead, Lake Mojave. Um, Havasu is in Arizona, but I still claim it as kind of like an area that are, are that will fish in our tournament series because it's not too far away. 
Right. Um, and then we have a couple little pockets in Southern Utah, but those ones, we put 75 anglers on them, I think two years ago. And it was, it was overkill for as small as they were in Southern Utah. Um, but they, they have a club out there that they do pretty well. So nice. to me, it just felt a little crowded, but yeah, Lake Mead or Lake Mojave, um, can definitely be done, but you got to be ready to be on some big water because it's, it, they're big lakes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're going to a couple locations that, you know, Table Rock, Lake of the Ozarks, they're, they're, uh, they can be, you know, they can act a lot bigger sometimes than, than, I mean, they're, they're not small. I mean, what was it that we heard? Lake of the Ozarks, or no, Lake Truman. Truman actually has more miles of shoreline than, than the entire state of California. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) It's a lot to, that's a lot of banks to beat. I'll tell you that. (laughs) That's all. Yeah, that's insane. I would imagine Lake Mead, Lake Mojave, they're probably something crazy like that, too. Yeah. If somebody were to look at it on a map, I'm sure it would be something. I think to drive around it, somebody said it would take a couple of days or something like that just to make it all the way around Lake Mead. But Yeah, it's a monster yeah. for sure. Yep. You're, uh, you're in different, like, you know, when you got 200 miles from one end to the next, that's uh, yeah. pretty impressive stuff. Awesome stuff, man. So Battleborn Tackle out of BattlebornTackle.com. Yeah, I don't know why that keeps escaping my head because um, I'm old. And, uh, yeah, and on Facebook, Instagram, at Battleborn Tackle. Give uh, folks uh, out there when you're watching this, make sure to give uh, um, give that a follow. Give it a smash it. Give it a like. Um, check out the website um, and place an order. I mean, that's the simple thing. That's the best way. Talk about, you know, pro- providing support there. Um, I know I'm going to be getting an order in here. I was looking through the apparel. I'm a big hat dude, man. I, oh, uh, if you, you mean, look behind we, me, we got some, we got some more stuff coming. So wait on the hats. Oh. We got, yeah, we got a couple that are. That's one of the hardest things that I'm, I'm finding though. I'm very particular about a hat, and same. I don't like the one. I don't like the ones that I've had available so far. So I've, I've had a couple made, and I've pulled them off the site because I'm like, not yet. You know, be- I find the same thing, and for folks this won't air the day we're recording it so it's end of january right now so hopefully by the time this airs you'll have your new product up there yeah i will i'll hold off and there 112s are good um and then actually i'll believe it or not the one that i found that is as close to the richardson 112 is the yupong uh i want to say 66006 is the model number it's this one and it's i might have you send those yeah, yeah, that's. I'm having a hard time finding a good, a good one that I like. So, at a reasonable price, right? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like blank hat, eighteen dollars. I'm like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, and that's, there's no reselling that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have some other stuff coming too. I just got uh, some rotomotive roto- coolers. Uh, we did put up some. The kayak stuff that I have up there is is. That'll be changing here in the next, hopefully, a couple months. We'll start getting some some better names. And I think everybody knows what who I'm talking about when I start getting some kayak-related equipment. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the articles and stuff like that. Like, I would love to put the, the, you know, the podcasts and stuff like that. I have a spot right down there on the bottom just so I can kind of keep stuff, keep the feed going and, and have some new content on there just in case people aren't looking to buy anything, but they're just looking to poke around and, what's happening in, you know, kayak fishing in the Southwest and they can see, Oh, there's a new podcast or a new tournament results or something like that. You know, that they can go with that for, for that also. That is awesome, man. 
That is good yeah. stuff. You know, being that source of information that you can pack, pass it on and and uh, and and get it out there. You know, and it. Uh, I, I loved hearing your your take on this stuff, AJ. And again, thank you so much, man, for taking the time with us here and for hanging out. Um, it's important the mission uh, that we get this stuff out here. It's important to find those ways of support. Um, you, to me, I mean, you, you are a United States Marine. There's no question about it. You were, you were trained to serve and you continue to find ways to do that. You know, even today, you serve your local community, still serving, you know, and, and finding ways to, with heroes on the water, uh, taking care of that stuff. That is, it's impressive stuff. It's inspiring. And it, uh, it's, uh, it's super cool to watch, uh, uh, get undone there. We wish you the, the, the best tightest lines that, uh, that can happen for you with that stuff. Well, I appreciate it, Gene. Thank you for having me on, man. I, uh, thanks for everybody who listens and, and stop by the site, you know, and even if people don't buy anything, you know, stop by and, and leave me a review or leave me a comment like, hey, you know, I built the site from from the ground up on my own and I have no background knowledge. It was all YouTube University. So if somebody <laughs> has any pointers where, hey, man, knucklehead, do this, change this or something, you know, I'm, I'm super receptive to that kind of stuff. I can take the criticism pretty well. well um, I can tell you, when you have a budget, I can tell you, um, and it doesn't need to be a big budget, but when you have a budget that you're willing to put towards the, the, the website, I can actually give you the name of an organization that knows our industry inside and out. They're very reasonable and, and extremely responsive. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you after, after we wrap out of here. Uh, All right. Off, off air, I'll get you some information on those, but uh, for sure. Folks, make sure to get out to BattlebornTackle.com. Like them on Facebook, Instagram, at BattlebornTackle. Make sure to show that support there. Uh, always with the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network, Romans Warrior Foundation, True Patriot Outfitters, All-American Kayak Series. Give us uh, that same love out there. That keeps this whole big family engine running, man. That's how we get it done together. Again, AJ, thank you so very much, brother. We appreciate it. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it, Gene. You bet. Tight lines, folks. Be safe. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Like I said, folks, that was the interview that spurred the conversation that happened off camera that helped bring this whole thing together. We lock shields with them for this 2024 season and who knows, maybe even beyond Proud to be uh, sponsored by Battleborn Tackle for this year's show. Um, AJ, his entire family, all the all those uh, uh, Southern Nevada anglers out there, man. Super cool to be broadcasting out to those guys. So shout out to all the Nevada anglers. We love you guys. We appreciate your support out there, helping keeping us on the mission here. We appreciate your support of Battleborn Tackle as well. Um, real quick, I wanted to also just make sure and share again. Use TPO 2024 to get 10% off or any order of 10 bucks or more from Battleborn. Check them out. Prices shipping availability the more we support battleborn the larger his product selection will become uh, he's got a really good product selection right now it can get you covered on pretty much any and all your needs but if there's something specific that you're looking for send him a dm and let him know and he'll see uh, see if he can get that and get it get it carried through there but in the meantime make sure and use that tpo 2024 for that additional 10 percent off there folks don't miss coming up on monday the 26th Make sure I'm looking at that right. Is it the 20? Yes, it is the 26th. Monday, the 26th. We're going live. We're going to have AJ from Battleborn Tackle. We're going to have Jimmy B on here from uh, uh, 
uh, what I'm sorry, squirrel minnow baits. Um, and also there are several other uh, nonprofits that he works for, United States veteran. And we're going to have Brian Romans of the Romans Warrior Foundation. We're going to see if we can get him on here. His schedule pretty crazy, but we're going to try to get him to join us as well. Um, some cool announcements uh, about some pro staffing stuff that's coming around the corner for, for some areas. And uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a blast. We're going to have some cool giveaways from Battleborn. Uh, they're going to give that out. We're going to have some cool drawings there on the live broadcast. So make sure to tune in live on Monday, 7 p.m. Central Time. All right, 7 p.m. Central for our our Nevada and Western connection. That's 5 p.m. Pacific. We're going live there. Tune in with us, and uh, we're going to be doing some uh, some uh, raffle drawings and all that good stuff that we're going to put together. Folks, make sure to smash that subscribe button. That is the awesome, awesome, best way that you can help support us out there with uh, with very little on your part. Simply go to YouTube, look us up at TPO Podcast Doc Talk, find that and click subscribe. That's all you got to do. Simple, 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 simple. If you're on Facebook and you feel like giving us a like or a follow there, that would be awesome too. Instagram or there at True Patriot Outfitters all the way across the board and support the great organizations that support us and help keeping us going. The All-American Kayak Series. Of course, the the founder of the feast uh, at the end of the day now for this new chapter in our podcast career, Paddle in Finn, kayak fishing podcast, man. Um, these guys have done wonders for us and opened us up to a whole new audience out there. So we're super excited with that. So make sure to give all those companies, of course, Romans Warrior Foundation, the true founder of the feast. Without them, none of this is possible. Thank you so very much, folks. As I said before, we can't do it without you. Much love for you. Tight lines. Be safe. Places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, a mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.